Hello all, this is Blonde Hair Girl. So I um I am I'm just God um I'm trying to figure out where to start. Um uh, I I just wanted to just kind of like just like sum up some things like I guess I don't know takeaways um that are I don't know just a little bit bizarre for me <laughs> I want to preface this with if the man of my dreams like came into my god you know I'd just be so sweet and um I would be willing to you know definitely be willing to leave and go be with him. I just want to preface this with that because I don't want like to get confused, but this, this um, retreat that I went to really made me realize how exceptionally wonderful that my life is. That my that my life is like really like I I'm really generally so happy. I mean I am. I I'm like generally a pretty happy person and I just kinda do my thing and I have my habits and I um and I just got like a sweet life and 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 I connect with my children quite a bit, uh, which I'm not really sure, like, if that's, um, I mean, like, I just wanted to check on them, just make sure everybody's okay, because, I mean, um, there were days, you know, where I didn't, I probably didn't connect with my youngest child, um, my daughter, I definitely, um, connected with her, like, every day, um, and then, I don't know, I just, um, I, but I'm just wondering about that, if, you know, and in a way, like, I just, I just kept thinking, you know, I need to get a life, I need to get a life, like, I mean, like, truly, like, I, um, I, I could do anything, I could be anywhere, I could, like, I, I'm, like, my life is, like, you know, I just, it's just so amazing. And, but then I also, you know, I got, I got a sweet thing here too. It's like, it's not horrible. (laughs) So I had, um, yesterday I had like, I stayed an extra day. So the retreat ended on Sunday and I didn't leave until Monday I stayed an extra day and I got up at really super early and I meditated. I well, I went out on the beach and I was so glad that I went when I did because nobody not very many people were out there and then by the time that I uh was wrapping up there was a lot of people on the beach. <clears throat> and I so I was like really happy that I was able to because I have to say that I have a really hard time with that level of 
of intensity of people. Like I just, I just, there's just so much going on there and sensory overload, like I was talking about, like, um, and then, you know, I just prepared to, to leave. I sat on the beach for about an hour and a half, just, you know, just sitting there and listening to music and people watching and, you know, it was really lovely. And then, you know, I get on the van, go to the airport. And <clears throat> that was just a whole experience for me that I, it was so, it was so like, like in so many ways and I, and I got through it and I felt led and I, and I mean, I really was okay, but like, it was so, there was so much to like deal with, you know, like I, I, I had to like, um, I had to, uh, there were so many things that I had, you know, and then like dealing with the COVID test to come back in the country and then like deal with this and deal with that. And then I'm, I'm in all of these lines. I mean, there's just so many lines and, um, all of these people and going through security and the, the security line was just incredibly disorganized at where we were. And, um, and I just, and I'm by myself, like I'm always by myself. Like it's not like I can troubleshoot with someone, you know, I'm just, by myself, um, which in some ways has pluses. I was, I was actually thinking about that. I was thinking about what it was like when it wasn't just me. And I was, um, I traveled, I got, I have had the opportunity to travel quite a bit in my life. I've been, I've had an amazing life. I really have. And, but I remember like when I was, I, I was, I was with a, I was in a blended family. So I, I was, uh, I actually had a baby with this guy before we ever got married and ever lived together. We didn't even live together for the first year of our child's life. We lived in separate places and we probably should have stayed that way. <laughs> I actually asked him, I was like, okay, like, why don't we just get a duplex? You know what I mean? Because, but anyway, I won't get way into that. But, and so he had a daughter and I had a son and a daughter, and then we had a child together. And so it was intense. It was just, there was so much energy and the kids were just jumping off the walls, you know, pretty much all the time. And I was a nervous wreck, you know, trying to keep all these chickens, you know, like accounted for. Okay. Bam, 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 bam. I mean, I was like, I was so hyper vigilant, and like, and so I, I was like watching all these families and I'm sitting there going, I, I was a wreck just trying to make sure that my children were safe in an airport you know, and, and getting on the plane and then keeping them entertained, you know, while you're on the plane. I remember this one time, my, my youngest, um, we were traveling and, and he was really having a hard time. I think that his ears were like, like, cause he was a really amenable baby. Like really, like he was just the happiest. He was just, 
he had this like beaming smile, like nearly all the time. He was like the neatest little thing. And then, but he was just screaming. Like, um, he was so young. I was still nursing him. And, and so I'm like, I'm, and I remember just like crying because he was screaming so loudly that I knew it was upsetting people. And I, I was in the front of the airplane, like in like where the flight attendants are. And I was just kind of crouched on the ground, just trying to settle this child. Um, <clears throat> but it was around this time that I, that I actually started that I, I needed some chemical help because, uh, and I, and I did, I explored the idea of antidepressants because, and, um, and also Xanax type medication because I, I mean, I was literally a wreck. I, I could not settle and, um, <laughs> and I just, and then the intensity of the person I was married to on top of it all, like he was really intense and like the way he drove, my God, this guy, he was, he's like just a real alpha male, you know, and he just, I, I just like, okay, just knock me out and let me know when we're there. I, because I was better off, you know, sleeping than, um, than being awake. <laughs> and so, and so it took me like so long. So I was on antidepressants the whole time that I was with him, pretty much like married to him. Um, I wasn't before that, um, because of the intensity of, of those situations. I just, I could not, I could not take on life head on. I just couldn't. Um, and so I'm going through these airports, you know, so like it can be better for me to be alone than be with other people and like, you know, dealing with all of that. So I, I'm actually aware of it, that being alone in some situations is kind of preferable. But um, Anyway, but I'm having to like make all of these decisions and stand it. Okay, so then I get to like, like I get to the U.S. I get to a city and um, and I have to um, I have to get off the plane. I have to go through customs. I have to get my suitcase. Then I have to get my suitcase back onto like because I checked it. Um, cause I didn't want to deal with it. And so, and then I had to go through security and, and, but the, but the kicker was I was standing in the wrong line for security. I mean, for customs, I was in the visa line or the, <laughs> instead of the U S citizen line. So I'm standing there for probably 25 minutes. It may have been longer. But, and then some guy comes over and tells me, are you a U.S. citizen? And I because I mean, I did look a little bit odd. Everybody around me was. <laughs> it was like the United Nations here. And then there's me. <laughs> and so, and so I got to go stand in another line for 30 minutes which ate up all of my time between flights. So, I mean, I got, I, I, I got to, I think I was able to go to the bathroom and then I had to get on the other flight. 
And I sat by this woman that, I gotta tell you, she was amazing. Um, and you know, it's, it's the weirdest thing. She, she was telling me that she was bringing these things back and they were solid, solid, um, silver. And she said, that's why my bag is so heavy. And she was having a hard time getting it in the overhead bin. And, um, and her mother passed. And I said, you know, my mom passed. Like all these people's moms are passing away. Like my friend's mom passed away. Like this is like just the year of passing. It's just bizarre. I don't know what's going on on the planet, but it just seems like a lot of people are leaving the earth right now. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. I do not know. And it's not COVID related necessarily. Like some people want to blame it on COVID, but it's not COVID. It's, I don't know what it is, but it's like this mass exodus from the planet. But anyway, she and I got to, to talking and she was fascinating. Uh, she was telling me that she's like a, a architect by trade, but then she, she's retired now and she has started to take up art and she was like showing me all this art and then she and I'm just I'm like my god that's like the coolest thing ever ever so um so I end up um so I finally land pretty late last night. So I started out, you know, really early and then I land and I, I just, I really, really wanted to come home. I just wanted to come home. I, I, I was going to stay at my daughter's house, but I was just sitting there thinking I may not even sleep if I'm here. So I, and I have to, I have stuff I have to do today for my, my job. And so I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to go home. And so it was two hours and I'm in my car and I'm sitting in my car and I'm like, oh my God, this is just fantastic. I'm like, I, I'm in my car and I'm like driving and I'm just listening to music and I'm just in the zone and I'm just like, God, this is so amazing. It was just so amazing. I was just so happy. I was just so incredibly happy. I mean, I really was. And then, you know, I get home and I, and I, my dog came running out to see me and I, I did come home to like problems. Like I couldn't believe it, but I couldn't get my gate open. Um, <laughs> as a, and I don't know if it's the same for, for everyone. I, I I'm really, I'm realizing that I have some like, I have some like strange thinking that is, is not completely over, over, like I'm not beyond it yet of lack, just generally in my life. <clears throat> and, but one of the, I, for years, I've just had all these things that have been nagging at me, which is, they just nag at me. Like I just, you know, these, just these little things that I like, it's like, oh God, you know, just nagging at me. And I, I was like, um, 
and they would eventually get fixed. These things would eventually get fixed, but like, honestly, not in a time frame that I was happy about. Not at all in a time frame I was happy about. So I, um, so it would take years. So I have, I had this, this gate, um, in the back of my front, I guess it's the front. I don't know where the front and back of my place. <laughs> I really don't like, I guess, I don't know the back of my place. It has this gate and it, it it's like this tiny little porch. And so I have this porch and, and the gate and the, and the actual, like, the fence and the gate were just not in good shape. They were in really bad shape. And the gate didn't always work. Like a lot of times it, it like drug. And so oh, I would have to like lift it to get it. Um, and I just, I don't know, this thing gnawed at me for years. To the point where sometimes I would just go out the front door because and walk around because I just, I, I just couldn't deal with this thing. And so finally, I, I was in a position to be able to, and I asked for a quote from a couple of people who they never gave me um, a quote to like rebuild it, to rebuild this, this fence and gate, maybe the gate, I don't know. So, <laughs> so I shared this courtyard with a neighbor, my neighbor he, and he has been like just a real steady Eddie for me for years. Like he's just solid. This guy is incredibly um, intelligent and um, he actually lives in Oregon. He doesn't even really live here, but it's his parents' condo and his parents passed away and they gifted him this this townhome. It's actually a townhome. It's not a condo. I don't know why I call it a condo, but anyway. And so, he, so he's not always here. Like he's not, he's hardly ever here. But the last time he came, he had this like crazy idea that we were going to rebuild it ourselves. And he had the whole thing in his head. He exactly how he wanted to build it. And he really wanted to teach me how to use a saw. And I think that he's pretty intuitive because he didn't get the reaction from me about the saw that he thought he was going to. Because I, to be honest, Scott, saws really scare me. Because like one slip up and you're screwed. You can just lose a hand. I'm just like, I don't know if I want to deal with the saw. I don't know if I trust myself with that, you know? Um, but anyway, so he never asked me to like do the saw, but he, um, so he, I actually ended up painting all of the pieces of wood. So he, he made the infrastructure and then later he, we nailed on the, the planks of wood and he actually rebuilt the gate. He rebuilt it. And it's really, really, really solid. But for some reason right now, it's, it's lagging again. It's, um, and my son, my youngest son noticed that one of the brackets has like loosened, but, 
um, it was just the coolest thing how this thing, um, and I think I maybe spent a hundred bucks, a hundred dollars. And the two of us like split the cost of the, the, um, the materials and it's gorgeous. This gate, this fence and gate, I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, it really is. I'm so proud of that. You know, just how nice it turned out. Like it turned out better than if we had had anyone actually do it, build it. It, I mean, it, it is impressive. Um, <laughs> but I could not believe it when I got here last night and I couldn't open, undo the, the latch. Um, but what I wanted to talk about regarding this, this sense of lack is that I'm still like, I'm still like in this really strange place where I, where I, I think about things weirdly still it's like, it's like, even though I have this, this significant amount of money come into my physicality. Um, and then even after I paid off all of my debts, which were substantial, I mean, it wasn't way, way, way over the top. I mean, it was, it was bad enough, but anyway, I paid all of it off. I even got the title to my car this week. Um, I still, I still have like a, a, pretty good amount of money in my savings account. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, but I still have this, that, that that's all I'm ever going to get. Sort of like, okay, I I won the lottery here and I've got to be super, super careful with this because no more money is going to ever be coming into my physicality. And, and, and I got to quit it. I got to quit it. I'm not, I'm in a process. And when this thing first happened, when I first got this money, my physicality, I was doing a lot better. And I was doing some stuff that I had never done in my life. It's I don't think people can understand who do not live the way that I was having to live, or I believed I was having to live. Um, the, I mean, I started to just, when I went to the grocery store, I bought whatever I wanted. I wasn't, I might've been aware of the prices, but I just didn't care. I just bought whatever I wanted. And I I would be like spending $150 on groceries, which was totally unheard of for me. Unheard of, you know? Like I was having to put groceries on a credit card because I, I, I mean, I, and I just got my W2 and I mean, my, my, the money that I'm actually making is better than it has been ever in my life, but it's still not very much money. I, I don't, I don't, um, I don't make very much money. I mean, I really don't. And so I'm, 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 and I'm trying to figure out cause I really want to leave my position. I mean, I don't really, but I kind of do. And, and I have this, this project that's been on my mind and it had just been like 
throughout the the retreat I was just over and over and over again it was this theme that I just have this thing that I just need to do I just I and when this thing went down with me with this and I'm always talking about it but I don't know what to call it my spiritually transformative um experience I I didn't have a job but I sort of did but I didn't have a job job and so I had it was, I had in essence unplugged from from the matrix I had unplugged from that system and it was a really weird place to be in I mean I had in every way like I had I had just unplugged and so and I was just completely free and I just did what I wanted to do you know and I I had like this practice I would wake up and I would meditate for like two hours a day and like in the morning and and then I would proceed with my day and I would go and I was I was attempting to I suppose right but I would go around and I would like meet people and I would talk to them and I would and I would talk to them about possibility for their life and I I I was really acting really kind of crazy I mean I wasn't like shouting stuff on the you know town square or anything but um I can understand how people would have thought I was certifiably nuts uh but um my mindset was a certain, and I just knew, I just knew on some level that money was going to come. But the weird part was that it didn't come in a time, in a fashion that I, like it, it just didn't come. It didn't just, I mean, it was just trickled in. I mean, it literally just trickled in. And then I got this job and then like I got fired from this job and, and then I had to figure it out and I got a couple of minimum minimum uh, pay jobs that were not enough for me um and I and I, so and then I just things just got better and then I tried this other position for about six months and that didn't work and um and so I it look I look really unstable like on my I, I think part of the reason why I haven't gotten any of these jobs is because I I don't have like a solid work history right now. I have like all of these different jobs and maybe I need to revamp my my um my uh I can't think of the name of it. Um I can't think of the name. Of it. You know that thing where you put all of your jobs on? I just I can't. My oh god, I can't. So forget it. Um so to reflect because like the whole single time I I was I would wrote I wrote two books. I wrote um Blonde Haired Girl Mystical Summer and Blonde Haired Girl Thrival Guide Four Steps to Your Ideal Life. And then I wrote this companion book with that and and I was doing all these YouTubes and I was doing all of these podcasts and and so this you know you know, and it was so funny at the retreat when people would ask me, what do you do? And it's like, this is my life. This is my life. This is what I do all day, every day.
all day, every day, I am in this. I am all day long making the decision to be present, to be check my thoughts, to see what I'm doing, what I'm feeling, what I'm, you know, um, to stay in alignment with God, the source of everything that is as much as humanly possible. And so, you know, and so I'm all day long as this is all I'm doing is, you know, and I didn't realize it until, until this retreat, how much that my energy is influencing the people around me. You know, so like, for example, when I was, when I was going through security between flights, the energy got really wonky in the room. Like the energy was like when I walked into this room, it was like, it, it, I can't describe it. It was really militant. And this guy was just yelling things and he was just like, you know, take all of your electronics out. Da, 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 da. And da, 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 da. I mean, he was just like yelling and all these people. And we, and I was just really trying to, um, and I'm not every man for himself. That's not who I am. And so and we were trying to navigate through these lines and then they had this really weird way. I don't know. It was just bizarre. And I'm just standing there and I'm like, okay, like, just be calm, be a presence, be the light, be love, be, you know, and I just attempted to change the energy of the room, which wasn't really a tall feat. And the fact that I had just come from this retreat that was on the cutting edge of a consciousness of love on the planet. I was absolutely immersed in the the vibration of love and higher and like just I don't like to use those terms, but it's kind of true, but um just that of love and beyond. And so I was, I I was sort of like lit. I had like the, I could tap into it really easily. And, and then it just got better. It was really strange. And then this, one of the people that worked there, like opened up this new line for us and I popped on and just got through. And so, and so I'm, I'm understanding that my energy has an impact and and that I just got to get back back into it because a, a lot of times in my life in the past and I'm not saying that it's my future but and maybe I shouldn't even talk about it but I I do I do lose it sometimes I just lose it and then I have to do things like I have to take my dog for a walk or I have to go get another cup of coffee or you know just whatever to hold myself together. Um, but, and so this is what I do. 
But this has not, like, to my knowledge, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't, you know, so there's like, okay, if you left your position, what would you want to do? And see, I'm trying to, like, figure out, okay, how is income going to come to me under these? I mean, are my books going to start selling? That would be fantabulous. <laughs> I mean, that would just be, like, fantastic if my book was selling. My books were selling. I mean, you know. I mean, I had it in my head if I sold like, you know, this many books, you know, and it wouldn't even have to be that many, you know, I would leave my job. You know, I was like, okay, you know, that's doable. Um, but they haven't, they've sat on a shelf, you know, which is weird. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know if it's, and I know the presentation of the book itself. It's really thin. It's not very thick. Um, and I actually plan, I have, and I don't even know if I should be talking about it. I I have, you know, something that I'm, a project that I'm going to be working on. And, um, and so it's kind of a revamping of, of Mystical Summer. And, um, and, and so I, I, um, anyway, <laughs> I'm going to end this podcast in a second, but I just wanted to tell you all something that I think is funny. So I was telling you all about, about, you know, the Thomas Crown affair. I don't know if I like really shared that, but maybe I need to share it again just because I think it's funny. (laughs) So I had gone through this. I mean, it actually was a divorce. It feels like it wasn't, but whatever. Um, separation and divorce and um but I was separated at the time and not divorced I didn't really want a divorce but I I it just is what it is it's no point in me anyway whatever um but (laughs) but um I was I was standing out and I was just talking to God and I'm like this is not the ending I wanted it was just like this is not the ending I wanted I'm like this you know, I want the Thomas Crown Affair ending, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, and then I'm at the farmer's market with my best friend and we are leaving and my then husband gets out of his car. I see his car and, and, you know, and I don't even know, I don't know if he knew I was there. I don't know how he couldn't have known because my car was like a couple of, I couldn't have missed him to get to my car. There was no way I could have missed him. If I could have missed him, I would have missed him. But there was no missing him. I was walking to my car and because he was like two cars down, like the opposite side, but he didn't see my car. Oh my God. Anyway, but he gets out of his car and so does this woman. So he and the woman start walking toward me and and I'm just like, it was just such a weird experience. I mean, she just was nothing like who I, um, <laughs> and I have this like really, really bad saying, this is, oh God, I'm sharing this with you. And I, this is so bad. <laughs> Uh, 
<clears throat> so I, I, I would say in my head, I don't know if I've ever actually said this out loud, but it was like, while I was doing energy work for the planet, he was doing Margaret. <laughs> Her name was Margaret. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know why it was so funny. But anyway, so then, um, so I leave, I leave this situation and then I go over to, um, I go over to the town square and I'm, I'm just still like going, what, what in heaven's name was that? And I'm, I'm standing there and then all of a sudden I hear this saxophone and I'm like, and it's the music from the Thomas Crown Affair. It's this song, Windmills of My Mind. Okay, so you fast forward to this retreat that 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 we were, I was just at, and and I mean this is part of the reason why I'm even talking about this is, I was, I'm sitting at the retreat and I'm because they they often play music and they play music in between like, when, like like in these like sort of mini breaks like or during like when we're sharing sharing time so there's they're playing music during that time and I and I I'm sitting there and I'm like god what is that song and it was the windmills of my mind it was from the Thomas Crown Affair like can you even believe that oh my god it's so nuts and so random like that is not a typical song like I don't know I don't know who threw that one into the mix but I just was like Oh my God, God is like really messing with me. But I, I, I was able to like really get in the zone with that one. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so, and then during this time, you know, I had, I had, had contacted somebody that I, that I really cared about and, um, and I still don't know. I, I, it was a really weird time where I was like, I was being scammed, I think, by multiple people. But I have to tell you, like, there were things that happened and things that were said that I, I couldn't tell if it was them or not. I mean, honestly, I still don't know. And things that had happened, like these weird, these weird things that had actually happened during that time, it, it was bizarre. When I tell people some of these stories that, they just can't even believe it. Like, they just can't believe it. But at some point, <laughs> I had I made the joke that my, my ending turned from Thomas Crown Affair to Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> I cannot say how much I loved that movie. The one with Kira Knightley, and then I'm not sure who the guy is, but... The music in that, in that, the soundtrack from that movie is just phenomenal. And I was like, I'll take that. I'll take the Pride and Prejudice ending. I'll take it gladly. I will take that ending and, and live happily, <laughs> ecstatically ever after 
But back then, it was like, it was really just kind of funny. It's like, okay, so my Thomas Crown Affair has turned into the Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> it was so funny. God, I got such an imagination, don't I? Anyway, I, I was listening to that soundtrack, the soundtrack from Pride and Prejudice a lot, well, a little bit during this, during this past week and just, um, and just imagining different scenes in that movie. And, um, I had just a whole lot of imagery about this person that I, you know, this person and just all this imagery and then like the music and then like, and him and just being with him. Cause like, honestly, to walk with him would be the greatest honor of my life. Anyway, I'm going to end this podcast. I thank you for listening as always. And I'll be back with other ideas. (laughs) That's a wrap.